This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Today's guest is one of the greatest competitors to ever sit down at a chessboard. Gary Kasparov rose to international fame in 1985 when he became the youngest chess world champion at the age of 22. I don't know what you were doing at the age of 22, but I wasn't. I certainly wasn't a world champion of anything. Uh, his battles against other chess masters, as well as IBM supercomputer Deep Blue, have drawn worldwide attention over the years. And this October, he announced an exclusive 55 part chess masterclass on KasparovChess.com. For all of you hoping to be the next Queen's Gambit like superstar, welcome, Gary. Thank you very much, Dan, for inviting me. Yes, uh, great to talk to you. Uh, obviously, one of the uh, wait, you held the record for the longest time as the number one rated chess player in the world from 1984 to 2005. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yes, there were, there were a couple of months of uh, um, of just like a little break, but it's uh, it's uh, it's wow. Uh, longest record in uh, in uh, the history of chess probably of any sport so are you, are you any good at checkers uh does this uh no <laughs> no look you know dan i know the limits of my ignorance you know and i <laughs> and i always tell people that you know i don't want to cross these boundaries so if if i know something you know i want to do it the best i can yeah and naturally I, I even now retired 16 years after i left professional chess i still know how to move the pieces right yeah and i can play a few other games but uh uh none of them of course, uh, uh, as, uh, as 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 well as I I, I play chess, right? Uh, but um, but again, it's just, it's um, I I know again the difference between being a professional and being an amateur. Right, right. Well, I am uh, definitely an amateur when it comes to chess. I I do like to play it. Uh, I'm mystified by it. It's it's this. You know, as the Queen Gambit uh, show, which I believe you were, um, you yep. helped out on, you consulted on, it, it makes it look like this kind of magical thing that's happening in the lead character's brain. And I guess I wonder for someone like you, is that at all accurate? Because I know when I'm playing chess, I could think maybe two moves ahead, but are you really seeing this game play out the first time a, a chess piece moves? Um, no, it's just, it's the, there's no way you can calculate it from, from the beginning to very end. And no right. computer in the universe in the known time can do it because chess, according to one of the founding fathers of computer science, Claude Shannon, is mathematically infinite game. The number of legal moves is 10 to the 46th power. Okay. You can't okay. imagine the number was 47 zeros, you know. <laughs> this is just, you know okay. Yeah, this is, yeah. So, um, um, uh, but it's not about, you know, just seeing, you know, this is everything, uh, yes, through, you know, just again, from move one to whatever the last move of the game is. It's about making decisions. 
and every mm-hmm. decision is a trade-off. Right. So the book I wrote 15 years ago, How Life Imitates Chess, was my attempt to share this experience. Mm-hmm. So how are we making decisions? Because in chess, you make a decision, you analyze a decision. So it's a good decision, it's a bad decision. And then you, you try to go to the bottom of that. Because uh, often, you know, you look for, for factors that are very difficult to compare. I, you know, in my classification, it's material, time, and quality. So mm. you sacrifice material, for instance, or you gain material. So what is an exchange? So you, you can, you know, receive some, you know, few tempests and an initiative, or, or you can have some long-term strategic quality factors. And mm. it's not just the game of chess, you know, you do, you know, any, any, any business decision, any right. decisions for your private life. So you want to buy a house, you look at material factors, the price of the house, the mortgage rate and other things. Then you look at the timing factors. So by the way, it's how long is the mortgage, you know, mm. or, you know, what, what's the distance, you know, between your, your uh, um, new, uh, new house and your workplace. Then you look for the quality factors, whether you have, you know, uh, uh, a park nearby, or you right. have, a, you have a, a, a kindergarten, you know, um, uh, uh, for for a kid. So, and it's and and it's it's all comes together. And mm. I think it's very important that we understand that the the decisions, whether they're made, you know, in 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 you know uh, in our private life, you know, just uh, for to organize a birthday party, or decisions made by by presidents and prime ministers, they dif- they differ only in magnitude. But mm. the structure of decision, it's, 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 yeah. it's the same. And, uh, um, and I thought chess, you know, was very helpful for me to actually understand it and just to, you know, to always look at every decision I make, you know, uh, uh, analyzing this, this, the various factors and recognizing that it's, there's no very, there are moments where you have a winning combination. I go here, here, there are five moves, checkmate. Yeah. But very often it's about, okay, I, I have to take into account sometimes psychological factors. This is a very sharp, aggressive move, but my opponent is is also aggressive player. Maybe I should, uh, you know, take right. a pause and uh, and and make a, some a quiet move because it might be more unpleasant for my opponent. Right. So it's right. it's 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 you know it's all about creating an environment where your strengths is on display and your opponent's strengths is being downplayed. Right. Right. No, that's, uh, that's such an important point about your opponent because I know, um, you know, for myself. Uh, I'm a terrible poker player um, and I've played with people who are good poker players. And sometimes I might win a couple of hands because I'm doing things that are so, you know, stupid that my player can't predict that I would do something like that because it it just doesn't make any sense. So Uh, then they kind of figure out that I'm uh, kind of an idiot when it comes to playing this game and then they figure me out. But for a couple of moves, I, uh, I, I, I win the day. Yes, but that's the difference between poker and chess. Uh, though, if you play a long match against against a, a professional poker player, so you play, uh, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, uh, 30 games, so the score will be overwhelmingly in, in, against you in, in his or her favor. Uh, in chess, I don't think you can win a single game by yeah. doing <laughs> stupid moves because chess is 100% uh, 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 information that is available. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's all open in poker. There's still element, I wouldn't say luck, but it's, it's, it's a kind of intrigue. So this is, right. the, and, and, and you could be just, you know, lucky because you got, you got, so you, you got a deck, you know, that's, you know, you, you got a hand that, you know, it's so favorable to you. So, and uh, yeah, eventually they'll figure you out. 
Yeah, but yeah. It's, but but you still have a little room. Same in in backgammon, for instance. Mm. So you 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 have an element of luck, element of luck. But yeah. at the end of the day, so the the good player who knows the patterns, who knows how to you know how how to evaluate things, you know the um uh how to um sort of measure you know uh, one hand against another. So there's they know statistics. So they they they, they will win. So professionals professionalism always always wins. But in chess. That's the that's a good, good for me. That was always you know um, a good uh, uh, story. So no amateur can can upset you. I mean, uh, it's 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 virtually impossible. Well, we haven't played, so uh, we'll we'll just have okay. to see about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I love I love you know I think what a lot of people love uh, about chess is you know it's just the thinking, the strategizing, the uh, everything that goes into it. And, um, you know, I'm intrigued by uh, what you've got offered here on uh, KasparovChess.com um, as a way to get better at chess, but also just to as a get, way to get better at thinking and strategizing. Yeah, it's you, know, you mentioned the Queen's Gambit, and that there was a consultant there. And it's, I just, you know, people often ask me about, you know, the, some of the scenes where, you know, the Beth Harmon had these ideas, like pieces flying, you know, and they looked yeah. at, the, at the ceiling. And they said, oh, it's, it's Hollywood. No, actually not. You know, mm. uh, this is, I, I, I did my best, you know, to make sure that the, the whole process of, of the game, both the game at the on the chessboard, but also the the, the reaction of of the uh, uh, of the players, they could be as close as possible to real life. Mm. And very often, very often, the chess players, top chess players, they could take their eyes away from the chessboard. It's because you don't need it. I, I look, I can play blind game, so that's was without looking at the board. But sometimes you just have to refresh your mind. It's just you, know, you, you look. There, there. So, and it's, it's. Yes, it was a Hollywood element. You know, all these, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the flashing moments. But they are very much, you know, reflecting the way that your mind is operating. It's mm. pro- the mind of professional players. So that's why, again, it's, it's the. Uh, uh, you mentioned that it's, it's the, the, the series. You know, actually presented the magic of the game. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a fight of the characters. And, uh, and I was very happy to see that this is that was the probably first, you know, um, movie on chess, uh, the first uh, uh, series on chess that presented chess as the as a positive factor. It's not something that can derange your character, but to the contrary, it helped Beth Harmon to to fight back against right. against the tra- traits of your character, against uh, uh, her dependence on 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 alcohol and and and, uh, and uh, green pills. Now, going back to to your question about my masterclass. So, um, uh, I, I almost five years ago I recorded another masterclass. So just you know was uh, uh, and uh, that was the, the first one was really you know um, it's um it's it's what we what do you think it's a masterclass you know that's tips you know you you sit with a student so it's it's a good, a good one actually but now I did something very different and I think it's it's that should be far more entertaining and also I think it's extremely useful for those who would like to not just to learn the moves but also to understand the nature of the game. So mm-hmm. this time, you know, it's, 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 it's a mixture of entertainment and education. But also everything, everything is based on my personal experience. I think that's what people want. And that's, the, yeah. that's what I believe today. It's, 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 it's what's, what's, what's being missed, you know, in, 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 in many shows, in many online in entertainment uh, uh, presentations. It's, a, it, it's an element of a personality. 
That's why, you know, I, I thought, you know, that the best way to actually communicate the, my ideas about the game of chess, uh, to share, you know, not only the, the tips at the chessboard, but also what we discussed a few minutes ago about how we make decisions. So mm. it's, it's much better if it's all, you know, connected to my life. So the yeah. most important games I played. The game 24 in 1985, I won the game, became the world champion. Game 24 in 1987, I had to beat Karpov to retain my title. So, and same position as he was in Moscow, but, you know, I, I also won the game. So he couldn't, couldn't take my, the, the, this title back. Right. Uh, the, the, game, the, the games that I played against computer, uh, the games, uh, uh, like my game in 1999 uh, against Bulgarian Grandmaster Vessel and Topolov. That's the, many call this my immortal game. So this is longest combination I, 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 could, I could calculate in my life, nearly 50 moves. Uh, mm. uh, uh, from, from the moment I sacrificed the rook to the, to the final blow to his position. So, um, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's, and it, it has many never told before stories, but it also, you know, it, 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 uh, it, 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 all the stories present in a way that easy for, let's say for you. So you don't have to be a chess expert to understand it. It's, it's a bit tricky because, you know, you, you, you don't want to be too simple and primitive. It, it's, you always have to mix it, but I think we found the right, to, right tone. And I was very pleased, you know, with, with this recording. So it's, it took four days, four full days of recording. It's nearly 10 hours. Yeah. And, and, and then many episodes, again, it's all divided in episodes. So that's why, yeah. again, you can watch episodes, you can, re, you can rewatch them. Mm. Uh, and, and that's, again, that's, that's, that's just the beginning because I believe there's many more uh, uh, episodes will come, you know, because I, I have a lot to tell. And, yeah. uh, and it seems that there's an appetite of, of the public to actually to learn more about the game of chess, but again, through the personalities. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a concept that, that we, we used at Kasparovchess.com. It, it, there are nearly a thousand lessons that coming from, the, from our ambassadors. And those are the, the, the best chess players in the world, the best coaches. So it's, it's the, everybody you know, comes with, 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 with a special material, sometimes very specialized material. Uh, uh, but it, it's always, you know, it's a personality behind it. It's mm -hmm. not just, you know, the, you know, the faceless presentation or a tip, right. oh, go there. No, it's someone, you know, who advises you say, oh, by the way, I did it, you know, in my game. So, and, and that's, that's something that was right or was wrong. And learn from, learn from me, learn from my mistakes or from my accomplishments. That, that's, that's amazing. It's, it sounds awesome. And I, I wonder, um, you know, with you becoming the world champion at such a young age, how young were you when you realized, hey, I, I might be a chess player. That might be my, that could be my entire life. Uh, you know, I've been asked questions about my, the beginning of my chess career so many times. And uh, I have to tell you that it's, it's, you know, it's very difficult to actually pick up the moment and say, oh, you know, Eureka, aha, that's, that's, yeah. that's the moment. So, um, look, I learned how to play chess uh, at age five and a half, roughly. So that's most likely it was uh, uh, one of the winter uh, evenings in the city of Baku in the, in, in the Soviet Republic of Azerbaijan. I watched my parents uh, trying to solve a chess puzzle from a local newspaper. So again, I'm not sure about the exact date. Right, exact age. So that's that's why I say roughly, you know, because I was born in April. So that's probably it was in November or December, uh, because definitely it was dark. I just, that's all I remember. But nobody was there to tweet about it. 
more than half a century right. after the, the, the first moment I saw the game of chess, I'm still, you know, passionate about the game. Um, and uh, it didn't take long for me just to, to climb, you know, at, this, at the chess stairs, so just become a, the, one of the best players in my, in my native town. Actually, Baku was the fourth biggest city in the Soviet Union after Moscow, Leningrad, and Kiev. So it's a city with over a million people with some, you know, chess traditions, not, you know, the biggest chess traditions, though today, Azerbaijan is, it's, 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 uh, it's one of the, one of the leading countries. Uh, I guess I made a contribution to, to, uh, to this progress. Yeah. Um, and, um, and uh, I, uh, though everybody in my family, you know, who, uh, on my father's side, a Jewish side, uh, was a musician. So, except my father was an engineer, though he graduated at the class of violin. Uh, um, so he he said, no, no, our son, you know, had very different mind, and he decided that uh, instead of doing any music, so I had to go to chess. That was the last, but very faithful decision, but the last decision in his life because he died probably came at very early age. So I was, oh. seven, he was 39. Uh, but again, that was, that was a faithful decision. Yeah. Because wow. I, I was, I was sent to do the pioneer palace, um, um, uh, uh, to the, to chess, chess club there. And, uh, by age nine, I already was a first category player. So it's the recently I looked at some of my old notebooks, you know, the January, 1973, I was still <laughs> nine and I typed third fourth in the Baku, uh, junior championship under 18. Wow. That's, you know, that's, yeah, that's, um, that's um, yeah. And, um, and, uh, then I just, you know, I, 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 they took me, they invited me to play for, 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 uh, Azerbaijan team. So I was at board, play at board five, uh, um, uh, again, still being 10. Um, I used to be the youngest player receiving, you know, this special award for youngest player, but at age 12, I became the Soviet national champion, junior champion under 18. So mm. that was already a sign that, you know, I had a just big, big chess fusion. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably the, the key moment, the moment you're looking for when I was 14, because I knew I would be playing chess, but at age 14, I won my first adult tournament. I became national master and I could feel you know, strengths, you know, just that yeah. this is, yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> I can do it. So it's the, and that's, that's when I thought, why not? So I, I think I should become a world champion. Everybody spoke about it because the, the, from the first moment, you know, I entered the and entered the world of chess. Uh, even the, our, you know, small world in Baku, they said, "Oh, Gary, Gary was a prodigy, so he he could be the world champion." But they 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 say it about everybody. So it's, uh -huh. and it's, it's it's so you should you should not take it very seriously. Right. Oh yeah, he's a young talent. He will be the next world champion. Right. But at age, age fourteen, that's roughly that's a moment where I thought, oh. I think it's that's that that's wow. that's something something I can do. More coming up from our guests, but first a word from our sponsor. There are traditional jobs and untraditional callings. The first may offer stability, but for some folks, there's an itch that a nine to five just can't scratch. And when the pressure is on to find success on your chosen path, you need tech you can rely on. 
Even better, a singular mobile device that lets you get everything you need done from wherever you are. Introducing Samsung's Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G, a powerful foldable device that is opening up a new world of mobile productivity, giving you greater flexibility to get work done. The Galaxy Z Fold is not just a phone. Open it out and it becomes a tablet with an edge-to-edge 7.6-inch screen. Connect it wirelessly to a smart monitor or TV and it delivers a PC-like computing experience. You can even flex the Galaxy Z Fold 3 so it stands upright on its own while you video conference hands-free. In tablet mode, you can use the multi-active window to work simultaneously across three apps. With Galaxy Z Fold 3, you can carry less and do more. Learn more at samsung.com slash Galaxy Z for work. That's samsung.com slash Galaxy Z for work. And our next sponsor. If this year has taught us anything, it's that tomorrow may not look like today. But Schwab knows that successful financial planning can help propel net worth by 2.7 times. That's why Schwab offers a variety of easy, flexible financial planning options that can rise to meet any of life's many curveballs. Whether it's making a complimentary retirement plan online or chatting directly with a financial consultant, anyone can look forward to planning with Schwab. Learn more at schwab.com plan. And we're back. That's incredible. So, so someone with your um, your incredible talents and abilities and obvious passion, you know, a lot has come to light in recent years or recent year about you know professional athletes and competitors. You know, their their mental health. Uh, their um, you know, not always feeling as confident as they look when they're out there. Did you ever? have struggles with that? Did you get very nervous before these big matches or uh, are, you, are you just a killer when you sit, sit down at the board? Okay. This is, this is, this question actually contains two, two in one. Okay. And, and it's very important we separate them because you said nervous before the game mm. and, you know, uh, uh, so being scared, that, that's not the same. Being okay. nervous is normal. Yeah. If you're not nervous before the big game, Something is wrong with you. Mm. You know, it's this. this I, I I like this this this. Uh, they say that it's it's. There are no fearless people. The only difference is how we can uh, fight this fear back. Mm. How we can manage it. So yeah. this is yeah. That's why it's they say oh it is, he's cool. You know he he or she they go to the game and they don't no if they don't care they don't win. So mm. was I nervous before the big match? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm nervous before every game. Even now when I just, you know, play some, some exhibition games, I'm still getting a little bit nervous because it's, you know, it's, it's a game. Right. Now, the question is how you handle it. Mm. That whether you can actually play, you know, under this heavy pressure. I played with Anatoly Karpov uh, five world championship matches, and they were very, all very, very close. But there was one, you know, a one factor that gave me an advantage. I won every decisive game. Mm. That's the key, yeah. you know. So there's, can you manage, you know, your your emotions, your 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 fears, your um, anxiety, and and to make sure that at the climax of the game or at the key moment of the long match, you are, you know, just it's you are you are ready to show your best. 
So that's 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 uh, that's uh, what what you have to know. And uh, and uh, um, yeah, I I saw you know it's many athletes now just they crack under pressure. That, that's that's why they're just not uh, they don't belong to the to to the cream de la cream. This is the, the to the to the to the club of the of the top players. There are many great players, but a very few actually could actually make it uh, make it to the very top. So um, do you did you have any techniques or did did you have a mantra or what 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 was a what were you what did you have that was able to kind of keep yourself in the game in the moment during those decisive uh, uh, games where you didn't sort of crush under the pressure of it? I don't know. I mean, that's that's, that's I'm probably the wrong person to answer the question. I just did it. So yeah, I, just, okay. <laughs> I knew I had it. Yeah. So yeah. that's the, uh, there are many factors, you know, that's, you can look at, you know, the, my chess education, the, the family roots and uh, coaches, but at the end of the day, it's inside of you. Mm. So it's the, yeah, this, I don't think that there is the, you know, there's a magic pill or, you know, or, or uh, um, uh, uh, so the uh, special advice uh, or technique, yeah. psychological technique that can help you to overcome your fears, your anxiety, your indecisiveness, unless you know how to do it. So this, it's, yeah. it's in, in, it's inside of you. So it's these certain things. Yeah. You can, you can be helped, but still, you know, the, the, the it's, it's, the, there's a moment where you are alone, you mm-hmm. alone, you have to make a decision and it's, 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 it's entirely up to you. And, uh, and uh, we all, by, by nature, we're hesitant. And, uh, and uh, um, I think the difference is when it goes to the, to the, to the very top, the, it's, it's, it's the, I would say a couple of factors. One is, you know, you should know how to identify the climax moment, mm. the moment where you have to mobilize everything you have. Yeah. But also it's, it's you know, it's um, uh, deciding on something. As, as I already said, you know, it's every decision is about trade-offs. And, and it's when you, let's say you are, you are at, the, at the nexus and you know this is a big decision. So you just, you know, you go right or left or you go straight. And, yeah. and, and the next turn will be like it's like in Arizona, 50 miles. So, that's, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so it's the, it's, uh, and, and you have to, and you're hesitant. And so many people just waste precious time. Mm. And he said, right. okay, fine, I do this. You know, that's just uh, being decisive, being, you know, and also a believer. What I do is right. Yeah. yeah I, I could be wrong. Yes. But it's at the end of the day, you know, it's just when you look statistically. So if you know how to make decisions, if you're willing to make decisions, if you're willing to take risk, that's what I call attacker's advantage. I think you will be, uh, you, the balance will be in your favor. That's, that's amazing. That's incredible. And, you know, as many people know, uh, you're, let's let's say it's for lack of a better term we'll call it fearlessness because you've been you know outside of chess you've been a very vocal proponent of democracy and free thought and anti-hate um in a country where it's not always so safe to vocalize those kinds of opinions um so what what was your calculus and what, what gave you the courage to stand up and denounce someone like putin when you know, there can be some really real consequences there. Yeah, there can be real consequences. People who marched with me on the streets of uh, Russia, uh, Russian cities, uh, and I have to emphasize that our protest against Putin's rising dictatorship was always peaceful. 
There was no mm. violence on, on, on the streets from our side. The only violence came from uh, Putin's riot police and, and intelligence service, uh, his, um, uh, his henchmen. Uh, we never had uh, a single broken window, not even mentioning the burnt cars. Mm. Uh, but these people are either in exile like myself, I live in New York for almost nine years. I, I had to leave Russia facing an imminent arrest in 2013. Or they're in jail as Alexei Navalny and many others. Or they're killed like Boris Nemtsov. So, mm-hmm. um, but you said, what was my calculus? There was no calculus. This is, this is not a decision you can calculate. Because, mm-hmm. you know, facing KGB dictatorship and challenging it, it's something either you do or you don't do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like moral duty. So I am... Um, I grew up in the Soviet Union, and uh, um, I became the world champion at a very young age. And it's it's it was a unique position. In 1985, I was the world champion. I was lucky because without Gorbachev's perestroika, I wouldn't be probably able to even challenge Karpov. But the changes in the Soviet Union helped me to to show my advantage at the chessboard. But it was still Soviet Union. It was still communist dictatorship. And um, and I thought that you know if I Gary Kasparov, very young, but carrying this title, which offered me unique protection because chess was a special game in the Soviet Union. And uh, yeah. it's, I was like, you know, high priest of, of, a big, of, 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 of a popular religion. And if I stay silent, that would be a very bad sign for others. Mm. So, but if I speak out, and I did, you know, in the late 80s, you know, it's still being young, but I knew that, you know, I could actually make, the, make a difference by, by running other people, millions of other people behind, behind the, 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 uh, our, our cause, the cause for, for openness, for, for democracy. I know that many people, many prominent people, uh, you know, um, um, thought that if Gary Kasparov could beat Anatoly Karpov, uh, the, the darling of the system, in 1985, that could give us hope that the whole system could one day, potentially, one day would collapse. And um, then it just when the, the communism collapsed in the Soviet Union in 1991, so 30 years ago, uh, we'll be celebrating this, 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 this moment um, in the December uh, this year. Um, uh, I thought that that's it. So, and I just and went on playing my game. So I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have any political aspirations. But in, 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 in 1999, when I saw the KGB officer coming back, so that's, that's actually rising to power, and, and, uh, and he, he was very explicit about his, uh, his, um, the, the origin of his, of, uh, um, his beliefs, uh, saying once KGB is always KGB. Mm. Collapse of the Soviet Union was the greatest geopolitical catastrophe. That's all direct quotes from Putin. And I thought, wow, that's, that's bad news. And um, yeah. I already thought about leaving chess at one point and, and doing whatever I could to help my country to, to escape from another uh, uh, um, period of, of darkness. I, I, we didn't win. So it's, and it's a long story why, why the opposition movement failed. So whether it's, it's, it's you know, you blame Russians for, uh, for their love for the Iron Feast or the free world that proved to be so corrupt that they didn't want even to, to d- d- discuss the dangers from Putin's dictatorship. But the, the net result, I'm, I'm, I'm now in New York, but mm-hmm. I haven't stopped my fight. And I believe that this fight actually uh, just goes beyond Russian borders because we yeah. see that the, it's like a virus. 
Yeah, it's a, vi- it's a virus that you know that, that 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 kills your immune system and just you know and, and and can catch you anywhere. Even here in America, people recognize that you know American democracy, the 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 mo- arguably the most effective in the world, it's still you know under under uh, could be still under attack. Yeah. So it's and it's very important that you know we 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 look at other countries. It's this and just one thing that people here in America often forget. The world is global. Globalization means that you know you cannot separate your problems from other from uh, from others. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if you think that the genocide of Uyghurs or Putin's attack on on Ukraine or Bashar al-Assad's use of chemical weapons or terrorism supported by 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 religious fanatics, if if that's you know doesn't concern you, you're wrong, mm-hmm. because it's it it you know. If the freedom, freedoms, freedom uh, uh, lost anywhere in the world, eventually, you know, will be will haunt you here in this country. Right. And uh, and um, again, that's that's the challenge that that we're all facing. And I'm trying to share my experience with many of my um, uh, colleagues. I would call them colleagues, the dissidents, human rights activists from all over the world. To uh, I wouldn't say teach Americans, but definitely to inform Americans about the yeah. dangers that any democracy is facing at any given moment. Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, incredible words, and uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I think no matter where you stand on the political landscape here in America, you know things uh, seem seem not so great at this nope. moment, uh, and uh, hoping... Hoping uh, what you're taught, what you've been talking about, this you know, this free exchange of ideas and freedom to think and speak and be wrong and learn. Uh, Absolutely, this is, again, this is, that's 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 why you know I'm 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 terrified seeing that Americans, you know, they they lost an ability to talk to each other. Yeah, this is you know, it's the America. What we always people like me, born and raised on the other side of Iron Curtain, what we always admired about America, it's an ability to find common ground. You mm-hmm. can disagree on many things, but I say, oh, but let's agree on something. Now yeah. it's exactly the opposite. Yeah. And that's, you yeah. know, this, it's, 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 uh, it's, oh, oh, we may agree on something, but that's, forget about it. But we disagree on this. Right. And that's, you right. know, that, 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 that becomes the centerpiece of every yep. conversation. Yep. So I hope to, uh, the Americans will recover this ability to, to recognize that there, is, uh, there are common values. There are yes. values that made this country great. And the countries that made this country uh, admired uh, and even envied by mm-hmm. millions and millions. By the way, still people look at America to become hope. It's, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, you say, oh, we have, you know, we have problems here. Absolutely. There's, there's no perfection on the sun. So right. there's, there's no 100%, you know, uh, clearance, you know, on, 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 on all procedures. This, but again, it's, this is, I always said, you know, corruption, you know, exists everywhere. But in, in the countries where corruption is the problem and countries where corruption is the system. Mm. Yeah, and when Americans say, oh, we have, we have to do with police brutality. And the answer from me and my, my people like me say, yes, you have to do it. But remember, police brutality in your country is a problem. In my country, in Russia or in China, in Iran, it's a system. Right. So it's, it, there's a difference. And, and, and again, learn, learn from, from, from our experience and recognize that, you know, America, strong democratic America that, that supports the freedom of speech, that supports, you know, the, the global democratic movement. It's, it's, um, it's the best um, way to oppose dictatorships because the moment you know America is getting weaker, all dictators, the stocks and terrorists, you know, they 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 are overjoyed mm. because because they 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 say, look look at America, America is not it's not 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 a sample anymore. American right. democracy is is a joke. So again, remember that you know turning self criticism into self flagellation doesn't help. 
Right, right. Well, well, Gary, uh, you know, incredible words. Obviously, anyone who's you, you've written on this subject uh, countless times, and I would, I would greatly encourage anyone listening, if you haven't, to just do a simple Google search uh, for oh, his yeah. byline, and you'll you'll read some amazing things. And uh, and so this, uh, you know, just getting back to uh, Kasparov Chess. Uh, dot com um, people there. I know there's a, a a version where you know people can interact with it and use things for free, and then there's a, a premium version yep. of it. Um, it sounds pretty amazing. Uh, I I, I want to use it because my son, who's away at college, is very good at chess. So I want to beat him when he comes home for uh, Christmas. <laughs> so so you, gonna... you need a tip. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need all the help I can get, and why not get it from the number one player uh, in the world? So yeah. uh, I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna check yes. it out. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> good luck. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Big people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks. 